Hey everybody, uh, welcome to One Hope's online campus. My name is Eric Nance. I'm the campus coordinator. Uh, today we have Pastor Ronnie Whitaker and Pastor Greg Davenport with us. And uh, we're going to talk about some real things tonight. And uh, this is a topic that I feel like uh, a whole lot of people have a whole lot of questions about. Now, I'm just going to tell you straight up, we don't have all the answers. Uh, I can tell you that with, with, with great confidence, we do not have all the answers. But we're certainly going to go through the Word of God, and, and we're going to give you some things to think about today. And our hope is, is that the things that we say to you today will draw you closer to Him. Uh, with that, our topic today is, you know, if, if God is all-powerful, then why does he allow evil in the world? Now, I know you're thinking, wow, they're going to answer all these questions. We're, we're going to do the best we can. So just hang on to your seat today, and uh, we're going to go through some things. With that, welcome. Uh, glad to have you guys here. Uh, it's always wonderful to be able to uh, talk about the Word of God and, and the questions that people have in their minds. I certainly have a lot of questions myself. And, and even pastors have questions. We do. Absolutely. And so we have, to, we have to dig and go to the Word of God and, right. and, and find these things and hash them out. And even beforehand, we were looking into it and, and discovering things that, that didn't dawn on us before. So with that, uh, just want to start. One of you guys, go ahead and let's, let's go at this thing. Let's tackle this topic. Okay. Well, I, I think I'll go ahead and just, just get the ball rolling. It is a good question. Mm -hmm. And it's a question that if you have not asked it, you thought about it. Because every one of us have, as believers, uh, have, have experienced some type of attack of evil. We watch the news long enough, we could see evil in the world. And right. if God is all-powerful, why does He not destroy evil? And uh, again, there's some things that we're going to talk about today that in totality, trying to cover in 15 to 20 minutes, it will not happen. <laughs> so this is going to be part one. We're thinking of doing part two on this, so hang on to your seat. Because like Eric said in the very beginning, before we started recording, there's some thoughts that I had, Pastor Greg had, Eric had, and, uh, and we're going to see what the Lord does about, about those thoughts. But I, I think when we think about evil and we think about what's happening in the world today, we first have to understand who God is, what the creation is about, and then how God rules today in the earth. Right. You know, we know that the scripture says that this current age is one that is ruled by evil. Right. By the prince and the palities and the powers of the air. Right. The God of the age that has blinded the eyes or the hearts of those who don't believe. Right. He rules today. Mm-hmm. But God has invaded that kingdom, this kingdom of darkness, with the kingdom of light through His Son, Jesus Christ. Right. And the important thing to remember there is God's kingdom is ruled on the basis of love and of justice. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right. Because God is love. <clears throat> that's right. And so that's a very important key of understanding. All right, so I'm in the world today. I love God. I serve Him. And yet I experience evil, and I know my brothers and sisters in certain parts of the world, they love God, they're serving God, but I can see it on the news that they're experiencing evil, experiencing famine and hunger and all these different types of things. Right. We've got to understand, first and foremost, that God rules today, not with an iron fist, right. 
He rules today on the basis of his love and of his justice. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes total perfect, sense. Perfect sense. Absolutely. Yeah, because, I mean, God has, uh, you know, he's, he made the world, and we talked about this beforehand, too. He made the world, and when he and everything that he made, he said it was good. It was good. Right? Yes. And so every time he made something, it, it's, you read in Genesis, you know, he saw it, and it was good. It was good. It was good. Uh, but because of one key thing that we want to talk about here, because he gives us free choice, he gives us the free will, we have the opportunity to choose him, to choose right, to choose good. But we also, then, because of that free will, we have the choice, we can choose evil, we can choose to do wrong, we can, you know... Because I mean, if if we were puppets, then there there really is no love. If right. we're forced, that's true. You can't really force somebody to love you, right? No, I mean that's it's not exactly love. right. Yeah. If God chose to supersede His rule of love in the earth today, if He said, "I want to rule by superior force," it would actually be God moving from the position of love, moving to a place where He would begin to rule by fear. And right. fear and love are completely opposite. That's right. Completely contrary, well, the Bible to, the says, contrary to the word of God. The Bible God. says Absolutely. love casts out fear. It casts out fear. So they, they're yes. like oil and water. They right. don't mix. Right. Yeah. And so, he, so God's not trying mm-hmm. to be a dictator in mm-hmm. the earth today. He's not trying to rule by force and fear. And going back to what you said, we, we, we live today in a world that is dominated by free choice. Right. That's God's will. And Satan being a created being... He had a free choice. Right. One third of the angels that rebelled against God and, and took sides with Satan had a free choice. Right. I, I like this because, you know, and we were talking about beforehand that, you know, whenever you do research on a topic like this, it, it, it has a tendency to be so vague. But to understand that there was a point in time before the garden uh, even took place, you know, the fall in the garden. Uh, helps you to understand how you know the evil could come into the world right. to start with. So let's take a second and go down that rabbit trail. <laughs> you knew where I was going to do this. So, uh, and, and it's really good because I feel like that really explains a lot. So let's let's go before the garden, uh, before Adam and Eve, uh, the fruit of the tree, uh, the serpent in the garden. Let's go back a little bit and let's take a look at that. Okay. Pastor Greg? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, here's what we were talking about. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Let me see if I can hit that pitch. Um, so before before sin was introduced into the world, uh, there was the angels, right? right? There was, and so, you know, th- those were, they were created by God too. But at, at that point in time, According to what the Word of God says, they had a choice because Satan, you know, being an, being an angel at the time, though, chose to rebel. Right. He yeah. chose to try to exalt himself above God. And, of course, God's not going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so he gets kicked out of heaven, and then a third of the angels, third of the angels. made the choice, too, to follow him. Right. And so... At, at, at the very least, at that point in time, they had free choice. They had free will to be able to do that, right. right? To be able to make the choice to rebel against God. And so and so then begins, uh, if you want to say, the ultimate good versus evil 
scenario, right? That's 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 where it began. That's where it started. So, uh, and then it permeated into humanity. In so the, the serpent then shows up in the garden. Shows up in the garden, right? And tempts the first man and the first woman right. to do evil, to rebel against what God has said. So, so going back to this though, now I, I'm trying to keep us in this for a minute <laughs> for a reason. So going back to uh, the one-third of the angels leaving that had free will, uh, it comes back to that love you were discussing just a minute ago. Uh, the perfect to have love, uh, it means that they would have to have free will yeah. uh, for him to love his creation. And so it explains the reason why this could happen to start with. That's right. So they couldn't just be mindless followers right. or it wouldn't be perfect love. There wouldn't, correct? Be, there wouldn't be a worship that was birth out of love right it would be a worship that was birthed out of force and fear and so going back to that question about the one-third of the angels and satan why didn't god destroy them he he could have destroyed them when they rebelled he could have right they're created, absolutely they're created beings but with with them being created beings beings if if god would have destroyed them other parts of creation i personally believe would have looked at that and said God had to resort to force and to fear rather than winning by love. Right. And so it would have overturned the kingdom of love, right. the rule of love, and turned it into a rule of fear right. versus that. And, and his desire, especially, I mean, from the, from the very beginning, I mean, it, God's eternal, so when was his beginning? He didn't have a beginning. But <laughs> just to say it that way, from the very beginning, that's the way our minds can comprehend right. it. He had this idea that he was going to create those human beings, mankind, and and if he had reversed that from that point in time, then he would not have been able to create us with free will to be able to love him. Right. We, he wants just like we do. We don't want to, you know, we don't want somebody to love us because they think they have to. We yeah, want somebody right. to love us that's because right. because they desire to, because they know us. You know, and they 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 love us because they choose to, and so I think that's that's God, and so He had to keep that on that level, right? This is a kingdom of light and love, right? That's right, and uh, not of dictatorship and and power and uh, no choices. Yeah, and so God says in His Word that when a person gives their heart to Jesus Christ, when they're born again, God then at that moment translates them from the kingdom of darkness. Into the right. kingdom of light, from from the kingdom of darkness of the rule and the reign that is happening today, the evil that is in the earth, to the kingdom of light of His dear Son. Right. Well, so does, does, yeah. Does it not show us how much He really does love us? Because from the foundation of the earth, even before the foundation of the earth, He had to know. Right that this was the direction that things were going to go in and that there had to be a price. Right. So he knew, right. even then, that he was going to have to give a sacrifice of his own in order to make up for that. That's yeah. how much he loves us, right? That's right. Think about that. that. I mean, that's, yeah. that's big. It's huge. Yeah. And that's it's why huge. the Bible, I mean, the, the Scripture says, talks in, talking about Jesus, the Lamb who was slain from the foundation of the world. He already knew then. He knew that mankind was going to fall. He was going to make the wrong choices, right. you know, and he did. But God already had a plan, you know. I mean, I don't know. For me, one, one, one little short rabbit trail. For me, even in my situations today, even when evil happens to me, when things happen to me, 
God already knew what was going to happen in my life, just like he knew what was going to happen in the garden, right? And so if he had a plan then, he's got a plan now for me in my situation to... To turn that evil, what does the, the scripture say? He, he can, he will take for those that are called according to his purpose, right? He can take even the bad and bring good. He works everything That's what he does. together for our good, Amen. That's right. right? Even when evil happens, Amen. and uh, so that's that's even looking at what happened in the garden and talking about good versus evil, I can apply that to my own personal life, right. Right. and all of us can. And see, so that's the pivot point in history, the cross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's where the love of God. See, God. One by love. Right. God demonstrated his love in this. While we were yet sinners, Romans 5 8, Christ died for us. So I'm going to throw this out there. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought we were going somewhere. Oh, we are. We really are. So I'm going to make this statement. If I'm wrong, you guys correct me, okay? Okay. Is it safe to say that there was really no choice? For God to create things the way that they are, I would say. In order for perfect love, in order for that love to happen, would you say that it had to be this way? I think. I think God, being a perfect God, He knew exactly how He needed to create things for things to happen the way He wanted them to. You know, and so uh, even even with the allowance. Of free will, Man, the, the allowance of of that in our lives, right? We can all look back at our life and say, "Man, I, you know, I mean, I made I made all these bad choices, and so I we brought some evil upon ourselves." Yeah, right. Man, but then, the, then we're surrounded by other people, though. That sometimes it's choices they make that affect us that brings evil into our life. But that, isn't that what causes us to have to? throw ourselves at the mercy and on the grace of God and say, Lord, help me. And then that helps us to be able to realize the love of God that he has for us. You know, it's that contrast with the evil that's in the world because of Satan that, that we see the, that we look to run to the love of God. Yeah. And he, and he sheds that love abroad in our heart as the Bible says. He pours it out upon, he lavishes it on us. See, in a sense then off of that question, in a sense, we see the mercy of God. Now, understand what I'm saying here. The mercy of God even on Satan. Because yeah. his ultimate outcome is the lake of fire. Right. But, right. but it reveals to me the long-suffering of God mm-hmm. to a world today that is full of evil. Right. It shows that God is yeah. not desiring for anyone to perish, but for all to come to repentance. Right. And so he gives, he gives more time. And but that means no more opportunity time wise for evil to happen. But it also means more opportunity for people to come into the, the kingdom, grace, right? The and for His love to abound yeah. with His creation. Yeah, that's that's the thing, man. I mean, when we understand that the love that we talk about, Bible love, God love, it's not blind justice. It's not blind love. Right. God's going to bring right. to right mm-hmm. everything that is wrong in this earth today. Right. And when we, say, when we say love today, we're talking about a love that is within the confines of the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We live our lives to that love. Our, 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 our pattern of love is like that. It's not just saying, well, that's just so-and-so. That's how they were born. Uh, that's who they are. Let's just love them anyway. No, love loves us so much that He doesn't leave us like we were before we that's came right. to Christ. Right. Changes well, us. Well, I think... 
with just a few minutes left here, uh, I think one thing we can do to kind of maybe wrap up just a little bit, that we know that for now, because God allows free choice, that there is evil in the world. As a matter of fact, Jesus said in John sixteen thirty three, he said, you know, in this world you will have trouble, you'll have tribulation. He said, but be of good cheer, I've overcome it. In other words, there's, there is evil in this world, but you don't have to despair because there's evil in the world. I, I've overcome the world. Even if it means that, the, 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 and it does mean, the ultimate overcoming of this world is when we go on to be with the Lord, whether it's when he comes back or we pass away or whatever happens, we, we still win in the end. That's right. We still are going to triumph over evil because he has triumphed right. over evil. That's right. That's right. Uh, and so that that's our ultimate end result. So we can go, and that's why you know the the apostles and different ones went went to martyrdom. Yeah. I mean, and didn't denounce or renounce their faith in the Lord because they knew the ultimate end right. was right. going to be good, even though they were facing maybe the ultimate evil. At that at that point in Man, time, maybe that's, maybe that's this so can good. lead us to a second part next week. Then, with that, because Jesus said, "Take take heart, I've overcome the world." He's speaking of the evil age, right? Of, of the I world, like that. Yes, there is a certain element of authority that God has given the believer today. Oh, there's right. a lot. There's that, a that lot. We don't have to succumb to all the evil, the evil. That, that the evil one is trying to bring into our lives and right. to our families. That's correct. He's given us the authority of his name, of his word, of his promises, Amen. of his spirit. Maybe we could do something like that. I yes. think so. I think so. I want to thank you guys for being with us tonight. This, this topic that we're talking about, uh, for us as a panel sitting here discussing it, just... It brings to light so many things that that are that are wonderful. It shows us how much God truly loves us, even though that there's evil in the world. There's going to be things that happen, but take heart. You know, He loves you today. Amen. He loves us today, yes. and and no matter the things that are going on in your life, He's still there. God is still God. God loves you so much uh, that He gave His Son for you today. Amen. And so, you know, if you've not accepted Him as your Lord and Savior, I, I encourage you to do that today. And, and it, you don't have to be anywhere special. You can be right where you are in front of your television, in front of your computer. And you can just say, Lord, you know, I've sinned and I've fallen short of the glory of God. Lord, I want you to come into my heart and change my life. And he's gracious and just to forgive. Yes. Amen. And he'll come in and he'll change things. It doesn't mean everything in your life's going to be perfect today. But I can tell you with, with assurance it will be different. Yes. And He is a loving God. Yes. And uh, I believe we are going to take this to a part two. And uh, we just want to thank you for being with us today. We encourage you to come back next week. We're going to expand on this even more. So take heart. God's overcome the world. And uh, just be with us next week, and we look forward to seeing you then. Thank you. God bless. Thank you.